ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. Have you ever wanted to ask me a question, (laughs) any question, and just receive some free coaching from me? Well, some of you I love, you are like super amazing and brave and just go for it. And you'll send me questions in my DMs or on the Purpose Girls Facebook group. Some of you, I know you're out there and you want to ask me a question and you haven't, know that I answer all my own DMs. So go for it in Instagram at Karen Rockind. You can find me. Hopefully you know how to spell my name, which is C-A-R-I-N-R-O-C-K-I-N-D. Or hop into the Purpose Girls Facebook group and ask me a question. Some of you have been asking me questions, and I decided, you know what? It's time for an Ask Me Anything episode of the Purpose Girl podcast. So I have been collecting your questions for today's episode, which is, give me a drum roll, please, ask me anything. And I'm so excited. So I'm going to read to you a few questions that I've gotten. A couple of them are about purpose. One of them is personal. And again, hopefully this just opens up that you really can ask me anything. I'm always always, always as real and as true with you as I can be. I do not mind sharing the good, the bad, the ugly, the hard, the challenging, the difficult, the joyful, the ecstatic, the everything. Because even though I know that there are people in my life who think I'm crazy for telling you about my anxiety or the fact that I take an anxiety medication or the fact that I had multiple miscarriages, that I used an egg donor in order to give birth to my beautiful son, like some people think I'm crazy for sharing everything I do. I share because if my life and my stories can help even one woman, then it's totally worth it. So always know, sister, you truly can ask me anything. Like, I feel like we're best friends. So you can really ask me anything. So I'm going to get to the questions and some answers. Really, it's like recorded coaching here is what I'm going to be doing. But first, of course, I want to get to my review of the week. Today's review of the week is a five-star review called So Happy to Find This Podcast! Exclamation point. You know I love a woman who uses exclamation points. And she goes on to say, I'm loving the episode so far, so funny and relatable by TW. Aw, well, thank you, TW. I love you. And I'm so happy that you find me funny. My family never found me funny. And so, and I think I'm pretty funny. So that makes me really happy. And all of you out there, if you haven't left your five-star review, literally, it can take you 15 seconds to leave one sentence. It is how we keep the podcast going because your reviews are what gets me great guests and sponsors and everything else to keep this going for you. Thank you to TW and all of you. I love you, love you, love you so, so, so much. You seriously make me so happy and you keep me going. I love your messages on Instagram, Facebook, your stories about how the podcast is inspiring you, influencing you. And if you want more, a couple of things. Number one, if you're listening to this kind of in real time, like right when I publish it, great news. November 22nd, I'm having a totally free event. It's actually a purpose party. Like who doesn't want to go to a purpose party? That's like the best party in the world. Totally free purpose party on November 22nd, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find the link in the show notes. It's called Live Your Purpose Now. 
And in it, I'm going to teach you four steps to living your purpose. We're going to get super clear on what you're all about. We're going to get into your desires. I'm going to give you my number one tool to overcome blocks that works for me, works for my clients. And we're going to have so much fun. Like we're going to dance. We're definitely going to laugh. We may cry and it's going to be so freaking powerful and beautiful. The link to register totally for free is in the show notes. So register yourself, invite your friends over for some wine, for some tea, for a pajama party, or send the link to all of your friends because it's going to be so, so, so good. That said, other ways to get more are, of course, to join the Purpose Girls Facebook group, totally free community, over 4,000 women strong, inspiring each other, celebrating each other, celebrating ourselves, a safe space to talk about our purpose, to share our pain, share our gifts, share what we're working on, what we want to work on. It's amazing. Join the community, sister. And if you're not on my newsletter list, what are you waiting for? Actually, everyone on my newsletter list gets everything first. So that's where I first publish if I'm having a sale on something or there's a free opportunity or it's only open to a few people, the newsletter list is first. So go to PurposeGirl.com and make sure that you sign up right at the top of the page. All right, now let's get into our Ask Me Anything free coaching episode. So the first question is a really great question that I want to go over. Does your job or business have to be your purpose? Such a good question. Thank you out there for sending this one to me. The answer is no. Big, fat, N-O, no. (laughs) Okay? So purpose, I think we've really confused it because since the beginning of time, we were asked as children or we ask children, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we're talking about their career. And what do children say? They say, I want to be a fireman. I want to be a princess. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a doctor. And so we get this idea that our purpose in life is to be a job. When in reality, our purpose is what it is about that job. It's to make a difference. It's to help people with their lives. It's to have fun. It's to enjoy. It's to bring smiles. And purpose is not any one noun. So one of the ways that this whole concept kind of screws us up is, number one, kids know very few job titles. So there are so many jobs. Like when I was a kid, I didn't know that this could be a job that paid me. Like if someone had said, when you grow older, you're going to inspire and empower women and get paid really well for it, I would have been like, what are you talking about? That's not a job. Or that is a job for Oprah, but no one else, right? So there are so many jobs that we don't even know about. And so purpose inherently has gotten kind of messed up in this business or or job thing. And I want to kind of uncouple it. I want to detangle it. So first and foremost, purpose is not a noun. It's not a job title. One of the reasons for that is I want multiple titles and roles. And most women I know do, right? So I am a speaker. I'm a coach. I'm a retreat leader. I'm a podcaster. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I'm a dancer. I am so many things. And if I just did one thing, I wouldn't be happy. So if I coached and only coached and never spoke on a stage, I wouldn't feel fulfilled. It would feel like there's this huge dream, this huge piece of me that's missing because I freaking love being on stage. I get to be the actress that I never became on stage, right? Like, Part of me when I was a little girl wanted to be on Broadway, but I can't sing and I'm not that great of a dancer. Well, I think I am, but you know what I'm saying. And so like, no, I did not go on Broadway. But this part of me that loves to be on stage or I was a cheerleader when I was a little girl and didn't make it on the varsity squad when I went to become a junior in high school because I can't do a cartwheel. But it's the entertainment. 
I wanted to be a cheerleader because I would go to University of Michigan football games when I was a little kid where it's the largest or one of the largest stadiums in the country. It has 111,000 seats. And I would watch the cheerleaders get all 111,000 people up on their seats screaming, go blue, go blue. And it was like this unity and these little people, these cheerleaders were so fun and so inspiring and they could move a whole crowd. And I was like, I want that. So I thought it was a literal thing, become a cheerleader. Well, that would have been fine if I could do a cartwheel. But as much as I've tried, I haven't been able to yet. Maybe when I'm 85, I'll be able to. And so, but the concept, the idea is the same. I am a cheerleader, right? The through line is I'm your cheerleader. I'm my partner's cheerleader. I'm my friend's cheerleader. Like that's naturally who I am. So it's what's behind the job. Does that make sense? So the way I think of purpose is it's a verb and not a noun. And it's often a series of verbs like to inspire, to teach, to cheerlead, to help, to build, to create. And then from there, it's like we apply that to every role that we have. All of that said, if you're anything like me, I was yearning inside for my purpose of cheerleading others, of inspiring others, empowering others to be my job. I really, really, really wanted it to be what I did all the time, not just what I did in my spare time. And the way I got started was doing this in my spare time. In addition to managing my team when I was a vice president of marketing at an economic development firm, in addition to managing them, I asked them, can I coach you on the side? And I had a separate relationship with them where once a month I would coach them. At the time, my boss was doing a lot of speaking. And I said, can I start doing some of those speaking engagements? It wasn't like my topic, but I kind of turned it into a motivational speech because I can't help it. So it's like I was finding ways to do what I loved that were close but not quite there. In addition, I had joined like a website or a message board online for young women who were divorced. And I was cheerleading all of them like, we can do it. We got this. Oh, sister, I hear you. And it was like, they made me the leader of the board (laughs) because I was so into it. And I was advising a youth group, like high school girls. And of course, I was all their cheerleaders. So it's like I was doing all this on the side, but I was really yearning for it to be my job. But I also had bills to pay. I had a roof to put over my head. I had food I needed to put into my own mouth. And I had adorable little Yorkie, may he rest in peace, Henry, that I needed to feed. I had responsibilities. So I couldn't figure out for a while, how do I turn this into my job? And it was very scary. And it wasn't an immediate thing that if I jumped from my corporate into creating Purpose Girl, that I was going to make all the money that I needed to in order to fulfill my responsibilities. If that is the case for you, sister. So number one, just pay attention to if it's a yearning for you that you do work your purpose, right? That it's one of the roles. And then number two is to start thinking about how can I transition toward that? What are the ways that my purpose can become a job? If you're like one of my clients, as she really got clear on her purpose, which was being with elderly in their final days, The truth is that at least here in the United States of America, that's not a well-paying job. Hospice does not pay what she needed in order to put food on the table and a roof over her family's head. Same was true for being a caregiver at home. The money wasn't there for her. And so she really settled into, I'm going to stay in my corporate job and I am going to volunteer twice a week. 
and that twice a week, it fills me. It's who I am. I'm going to be giving money to those organizations. And like, it really, she allowed it and didn't make herself wrong or bad that she didn't follow her purpose as her full-time job, but rather seeing her full-time job as what enabled her purpose. And so I want you to feel into allowing this to be right, allowing yourself to be right. What I will say is if there is a quote unquote job that you could get or that you can create, right? I created Purpose Girl that would pay you and you're simply holding back in fear, then I do want you to look at how can I? What is possible? Who could I work with as a mentor to help me turn that into a paying career? What do I need to learn? Like, I want you to really, really, really dig into that. What do I need to say to the little part of me that's afraid? What is the truth? Who are people who are making money doing this? Because I want you to really take on that you do want this to be your job. And listen, we all have realities in terms of putting food on the table and bills to pay and all of that. And so I don't want to say it's not a reality, but often our fear skews reality of what is possible. One of the things I'm not sure I've talked about a lot is that after I left my corporate job to go back to graduate school, I was out of money. And I was moving into a 2000 a month apartment in New York City, like my dream, tiny, whiny, teeny, weeny apartment. And I needed money. So I took a job at an advertising company, which had been kind of my past life. They hired me as a trainer instead of in advertising itself. But like, it was, it was great. I needed the money. But while I was in that job, I made the mental decision that this job is the first investor in Purpose Girl. And that my primary job was Purpose Girl. So in the mornings, I would journal about Purpose Girl. I would make YouTube videos. I would plan out courses. I would send letters. At lunchtime, I would coach people. And after work, I would spend a little bit of time. So like, I, I didn't have kids at the time. It was you know, totally possible to do, but I want you to think about it that way. So no, purpose does not have to be your job or business and think about what you want it to be. All right, question number two. What if raising your children feels like your purpose in life, but being a full-time parent isn't an option financially? Okay, such a good question. So my heart is going out to you, sister, because raising our children is the most important job, is the most important job. So a couple of things for you to think about. One is what is it that you really, really, really want to teach your child? Like, Since your purpose is raising them, fill in the rest of the sentence. Raising them to what? Raising them to become fill in the blank. Raising them to follow their dreams. Raising them to become whole happy humans. Like really get clear on what that purpose is and then be super intentional. I'm not saying you're not already. Be super intentional about what activities when you are with them will drive that. And it really probably is is about your presence, which I know that you're super present with your kids. And then I want you to start thinking about, okay, what is an option? Because if you're financially not able to be with them full time, there may be other options like work at home options, right? So there are a lot of different companies that have started because women wanted to be home with their kids and they wanted to work from home. So they became maybe a virtual assistant or online teaching English as a second language or a remote worker in some sort of way. And that's why many women end up becoming entrepreneurs because they want to keep their own hours. I have one client right now who wanted to be stay at home with her child and wasn't able to afford it. So she worked out something with her company to bring her 
hours down to, I think, like two days a week with her job. And then she started a purpose business on the side. And yeah, it took months for her to start making money on her purpose business. But that was like a way of her having a hybrid. And she was able to do that. Her partner was able to fill in financially with the rest. One of my dear friends, she went all in. She not only wanted to be home with her children, she wanted to homeschool them. And she decided that the best way to do that was actually to become a coach and teach women to rise up. She has three girls. And so it's like her work is actually part of the curriculum of what she's teaching her kids, if that makes any sense. And yeah, she's had to work really hard, but she's worked at a schedule where they have their assignments to do. And she works on her business at that time. And she makes multiple six figures every single year. No, So those are just some ideas to start getting creative. If none of that is possible for you right now, then my thought or advice for you, sister, is to really, really, really be in a place of believing that if it's not possible today, it will be possible one day. And for you to even start journaling, I love staying home with my kids. I love raising them full time. I love that I have enough abundance and financial ability to do so. I love that I have figured out a solution and get your brain wrapped around that this is already done. That then will help your brain start to say what is possible. And one more thing I want to add on that. I have a lot of women come to me after their kids are out of the house or when their kids are like 14, 15, 16 and don't need them as much anymore. And they say, I thought my purpose was to raise my kids, but now what? Now I feel like I have no purpose. And then they're really searching, like, what do I, what do, I do now? Who am I? And so what I always advise them to think about is, what was it about raising your kids that you loved? What was the deeper message that you wanted to give them? And we start going into it. And when you can start going into it, that can start give you an inkling of a bigger picture of purpose here. So that may help you get into the verbs that I was talking about with the last question, which may be able to help you in this moment say, how could I bring that kind of spirit to my current job or to other places? I think though, sister, with the knowing in your heart that you really, really, really want to be home, then the question is, what is possible? How can I? How can I work toward that? What would it look like? And to really take in believing, 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 and deciding that it's going to happen at some point. Next question. Someone wanted to know, do Josh and I go to bed at the same time? And do we have planned date nights? Okay, great question. So first of all, I love that you asked me this question. Thank you for asking me something personal. Any of you out there can ask me anything. And I assume you're asking because you're really looking at your own relationship and what you desire and what you want that to look like and how to make that happen. So I will answer about me and Josh. And then I want you to think about, sister, what do you desire? And what do you need as a woman, as a wife for sleep? What do you need? So Josh and I do not go to bed at the same time (laughs) most nights. I go to bed super early, or I should say I fall asleep super early after a whole day of coaching and working and being mom. Listen, sister, by like eight or nine, I'm passed out. I also have this wonderful habit from when I was a little kid that I love falling asleep on the couch. It feels so yummy to me. I have no idea why, but I love it. And so Josh always is up after me. And when he is ready to go to bed, he will try to wake me up and say, let's go upstairs. And (laughs) sometimes I will go and sometimes I will not go. When we go to bed, literally in the bed at the same time, he often is not ready to go to sleep and I am. And so he will watch a show. So it leaves the question, what about intimacy? I'm just going to go there, right? 
So we have a couple of routines that create intimacy, and then let's talk about SEX too, right? Let's talk about sex. So from an intimacy perspective, it's really important to us that we're creating intimacy all day long. So when we start the morning, we drink coffee out of matching mugs. I know that sounds super cheesy and you might not believe me, but I am literally drinking out of my I love you mug right now. And he has I love you more. And depending on who makes the coffee, we will switch it up. So and then we have like a little clinky, clinky routine. And so we kind of start the day always really trying to be connected and in that kind of intimate ritual. So I want you to think about how could you create intimacy all day long, regardless of if you are in the bed together or you're not sleeping at the same time. That said, when do we have sex? Most people think, oh, have sex at night. I 99% of the time do not want to have sex at night. I'm way too tired for that, right? I want to enjoy sex. And if it starts, I typically will wake up and be really happy about it, but I am exhausted and have no interest at night usually. When I love having sex is the morning, right? So often we will have sex in the morning or on the weekends during a nap time is like a really good time. Shay takes a two hour nap now. It's like, yes, we get that intimacy time. And then we still can nap afterwards, right? So it's like we find our own ways and we're navigating it as new parents. But nighttime, we always have done bed differently. So I'd be curious for you, sister, you're asking the question probably because there's something you're desiring and that's what I really want you to focus on. What do you need? What do you desire? Because I find that I need to revisit my desires around this all the time. So I think it's kind of a constant conversation and I want you to really feel into what do you desire, sister, and what do you need? Second question, do we have planned date nights? No, not yet. And the reason I say it that way is with COVID, we don't have a sitter. And we've been super particular about how we handle people coming into our homes. So we do now have a nanny that's with him during the day. And occasionally we have asked her if she would babysit on a weekend night. I think it's worked out like once in the time that we've had her. But that's why we aren't doing date nights yet. I do know it's so important, though. So we're kind of always revisiting what do we need, what's working, what do we need in terms of childcare. And we both recently said we need to have a sitter. We need an additional sitter or two that we could call and we're comfortable coming into our house in order to be able to have date nights because it is something that we've been missing since having the baby. So again, sister, what do you desire? I think planned date nights. When I hear people say Saturday night is always date night, my heart goes, yeah, that sounds amazing. And so as Shay gets older and with COVID, that is absolutely something that I want to install. And I'm open to all, all of your advice on how to make all of that happen. (laughs) All right, next question. Does your purpose evolve or do we come here with one big purpose? Ah, such a great question. Thank you, thank you for asking this. So, you know, I'm not God. I I don't know 100%. I'm gonna be honest. I can tell you what I believe and I can tell you what researchers say. There are some researchers who believe that you have one purpose And there are some researchers that say you have multiple purposes. The fact is we don't know. But what I believe in the bottom of my soul and with every cell of my being is that your soul came here for a purpose. The thing is, going back to the first question, a purpose doesn't mean to be a teacher. A purpose means to be your true, authentic goddess-given self, to be all of you. One of my clients who is truly a sensual, sensual woman, 
But because she grew up in a very strict religion and went to very strict religious schools, shamed herself for so long about that part of her. But her true purpose is being all of her. Because when she is her whole self, when you are your whole self, when I am my true self, I am lit up. I am full of joy and my light and my joy then like sprinkle all of that like gold all over to everyone that I touch. So that is the true purpose your soul came here for is the most fully realized version of you. So it's number one, be. Number two, do. When you get the inklings inside of you, those are goddess-given inklings, nudges to write the book or to start the dog walking business or whatever it is, or to take tango lessons. The key there is to listen. It's be, do, impact. And it really is, I am who I am. I am every woman's cheerleader. I am the best cheerleader. I am really a woman's whisperer. And I do that in multiple ways. Back to the first question. The way it evolves though, is like when I was younger, it was about being in youth group and being an actual cheerleader. Now it's about being a coach and a speaker. And now that I'm a mom, I'm starting to have new ideas about how I want to specifically support and impact moms. And now that I'm a mom, my purpose is toward a child as well. So it, that's how it evolves. But I do believe that there is this through line that is who you are. Your job here on this earth is to unpack who am I? What is my inspiration to share with the world? What is my wisdom? Who am I? Am I most joyful? And to be that. And really another reason that I want you to come on November 22nd to my free Live Your Purpose Now event, because it's so much of what we're going to talk about. And then as a little sneak preview for the holidays, I'm giving half off, half off on my Goddess on Purpose class DIY, the do-it-yourself version, except I'm adding in two live group coaching classes where you can come on and live, I will coach you with your specific issue. And so it's not only half off, you get the two group coaching courses live with me. So like know that that is coming up holidays 2021 only from Black Friday until Cyber Monday which is November 26th through November 29th, 2021. So like be on the lookout. Another reason to be in the Purpose Girls Facebook group because I will say the sale is now open. Another reason to be on my newsletter list because I will be reminding you if you want to get in on this sale, like now is the time and you want to do that before 2022 and you make a New Year's resolution that you probably won't keep because none of us keep those, right? So get in there now. I just wanted to let you know that because that's really purpose. It's knowing who you are, living that fully in the world, and then channeling it in the ways that light you up, channeling it to go do what you're born to do. All right, next question. Someone messaged me and said, what stresses me out is not reaching my full potential because I'm doing the wrong thing. The wrong thing. Oh, sister, I hear you on this, right? Purpose can cause so much anxiety because it's like, well, is this my purpose? Is that my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose, right? And you might find yourself in a career that you like, but maybe you're like, I don't feel like this is quite it. Example, one of my clients who took the Goddess on Purpose class, everybody was like, you're so funny. You are such like the mom that every mom needs to hear from start a podcast. So we've been working on her starting her podcast. And now she's in my Goddess on Fire mastermind, which is for women starting their purpose-based businesses. And she's like, it's not quite it. Like I will do the podcast, but there's something else. And as we started to dive deeper for her. It was what was leading her to do a podcast. A podcast, again, is a noun or a job title or role. 
It's what was leading her to want to do a podcast is the impact that she wants to make on moms. The feeling that she wants them to have, that's her true heart and soul purpose. That would be her being her full self and doing the full thing. The podcast is just kind of one avenue to get that out. And there will be others, whether that becomes teaching or workshops or coaching or speaking or whatever. So if it, what I would say is start getting clear on what feels right for you. And feels right, by the way, isn't in terms of right and wrong. I want to address that word. Feels right is what's in alignment with my soul. And you know when you're in alignment with your soul because you feel at peace. Yeah, you may have like some nervous energy, like, oh my God, can I do that? But that comes from the head. And if you really start noticing and paying attention to what your body feels like versus your head, it's like a calm comes over you and maybe even some like juicy excitement, like, yes, that may cause some nerves, right? Like, oh my God, but can I really do it again? But that's in the head. So what we're looking for here is alignment. Now let's address the word wrong. Can we all take it out of our vocabulary and just decide that we can't do it wrong? There is no wrong. Now, as humans, we are told from the time we're young, this is right and that is wrong, of course, because like right now I need to start teaching my toddler that it is quote unquote wrong to hit the dog. Okay. And we needed to teaching him about being gentle and hitting. It was just, he didn't know. Right. So we need to understand some aspects of what is right, what is kind, what is true. But in terms of purpose, there's no right and wrong. It's what's in alignment, what lights you up, what really would juice you up. Like, what are the causes that get you so frustrated and angry that you want to do something about them? What would it look like for you to be your full self? And if we just adopt that there is no wrong, but rather there is only information, okay? There is only information. And what you need to do is pay attention How does this feel? Does this light me up? What is the bigger why of why I'm doing this? Does this feel good? And if we take on that there is no wrong, then when something does not feel in alignment, we don't have to worry about it in our head. We rather can start getting curious and say, huh, what is it about this? What else would I love to be doing? Could this look any differently and it would impact me differently or it would feel differently? Can this be a stepping stone to whatever my next thing is, right? Like, Per my answer to a previous question, when I went and I took that job in New York City, I could have made myself so wrong for it. Here you are telling people to live your purpose and you're in this corporate job and you left a corporate job and now you're just back in it. Like the voices started to talk to me. And then I was like, no, this is so right. I'm not going to make myself wrong for this. I'm going to see this as a step along the way. It's a learning step. It's a data step. And it can't be wrong because every experience of your life is leading to purpose. So right now, sister, if what you're doing doesn't feel right or doesn't feel in alignment, it's not wrong. It's just data. It's just data. And your job then is to take the data and say, huh, let me get curious about this. What can I learn from this? How else might it look, et cetera, et cetera. The last piece then I want to share is about our getting in our heads. Our heads, our brains are wonderful and they will do whatever we ask them to do. And when you have grown up your whole life thinking that in order to be loved, you have to be perfect or you have to get it right or you have to never fail or you have to get all A's or you can't be rejected, 
your brain will have a field day with you around purpose and will tell you that you're wrong and will tell you all the things that you can't do it, all the things. I know because mine does it (laughs) and every one of my clients' brain does it. We need to be the ones who work with our brains, who do the reframes, who celebrate the heck out of ourselves, who love on our younger selves, who created these voices in order to keep us safe. And we get to be the ones as adult women now who shift that and say, I'm never going to make myself wrong again. Rather, I'm just going to be paying attention. The idea here is to work with your mind to quiet down so that your mind isn't constantly going, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this right? Is this wrong? And instead, this is about getting into your body. And this is why in the Goddess on Purpose course, whether you do the DIY version or the live version, I do so much around embodiment and getting into your body because you want to feel that sense of alignment or not. You want to feel, is this lighting me up or not? You want to feel all of it. Getting out of our head and into our bodies is key. So there's obviously so much more that I could share and so many more questions, and that is what we have time for today. So they're just going to have to wait for the next Ask Me Anything episode, and I'd love to hear from you. What do you think of an Ask Me episode? Should I do more? And I want to know what coaching questions do you have? A couple opportunities for you to get that coaching. The most immediate is join on November 22nd if you're listening to this in real time, like right when we publish it, November 22nd. 2021, I'm hosting a purpose party. It's called Live Your Purpose Now. And I will be taking you through how to figure out your purpose or how to get unstuck. We are going to laugh. We're going to cry. I'm going to coach all of the above. Join us and make sure that you are ready to get that amazing Black Friday sale half off of the Goddess on Purpose DIY course because there will be two free group coaching calls where we will be live, even though you're doing the course on your own, I'm going to be coaching you live into your purpose, what you are all about, who you are. And otherwise, any other time of the year that you buy the DIY course, you do not get that live component. So that is how to get me coaching you live. Or of course, you can wait until next year and join the Goddess on Purpose live course, but don't wait. Don't wait. I'm doing this Black Friday sale because I thought the year was over, like, oh, I'm just going to kind of coast for the rest of the year and I wasn't going to do any more programs or offer anything. But I've been getting all these questions. And what I keep hearing over and over again is you don't want to go into 2022 with the same regrets that you came into 2021 or 2018 or 2016. Like, you don't want anymore to say, oh, I would have, I should have, I could have. You don't want to sit there a year from now going into 2023 saying, I wish I had followed my dream or I wish I had taken the time to figure it out or I'm still stuck in that job. You're listening to the Purpose Girl podcast, sister, because you don't want to be in that position anymore. You are ready to live in joy. You are ready to be alive. You are ready to feel radiant. You are ready to go for your dreams. And that is what this is about. So make sure that you are joining on November 22nd. And by the way, it will be recorded if you can't make it live, but I'm giving prizes if you come live. So make sure you join live. And if you can't, register anyway. That's how you get the recording. And then give yourself the gift of the Goddess on Purpose DIY course. Okay, again, goes on sale Black Friday, November 26th, 2021. It's half off. It will never be this inexpensive. It will never be this cheap again. Let's just be honest, okay? And you get the two live free coaching classes with me. So it totally pays for itself. And if you're out there and you're like, how can I spend money on myself during the holidays? If you're asking that question, sister, that's why you need the class. 
because you have to invest in yourself because you need to spend money on yourself. Spending money on yourself is the best way to care for your family. You living your dreams, you feeling alive and radiant, you being in your joy, you inspiring is the best way to be a parent. Way better than buying another toy truck. Way better than buying another sweater. This is where it's at, sister. And if you're like, well, my husband won't let me spend the money or won't let me, then (laughs) another reason why you need this So you can actually grow the confidence and courage to have the conversations with him or her or them in order for you to get what you need. So go to the show notes, get all the links. I cannot wait to see you on November 22nd. I cannot wait to see you in the live group coaching classes that are part of Goddess on Purpose DIY for 2021 holidays. And as always, I want to hear from you. What did you get from this episode? What do you need? I love you so much. Share this episode with every woman who needs to hear it. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. And as always, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself. And may you love life. Bye for now.